I've been going through something. 1,855 days. What was going on? Um, the Kendrick album. That's the first thing he says on the Kendrick album. Yeah. Oh. I only listened to it once. I feel that. Why do you say that? I just listened to it once. No. <laughs> <laughs> you just, you I've heard I've heard some songs like more than once, but you know, that whole album. You, you didn't. You haven't. You haven't gone back and listened to it. No, because typically the main times I listen to music now are not even really when I'm in the car so much because my car doesn't connect to the Bluetooth. So sometimes I I might just play play the shit off my speaker like a pleb or like plug in my headphones. But sometimes I just ride in silence at this point. So my only other time is in the shower. And I'm not trying to listen to that when I'm in the shower. <laughs> I'm trying to vibe. I'm Ironically enough, the um, the album clicked to me was when I was listening to it in the shower. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I'd be going through some shit in the shower. I don't want to multiply it, you know. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to carry that weight. Yeah, exactly. But I do see where that would click because, you know, this album for Kendrick was like therapy, right? And showers can be very therapeutic. So... Like watching somebody go through their full entire mental and emotional process of unpacking shit for the world to see, bearing their soul out. You know, sometimes you don't want to feel that vulnerable and that um, attached or affected or shit triggered. That's a lot to empathize with. Because he is not your savior. He's just a person. Future told you to get a money counter. He is not your savior. Cole made you think. He is not your savior. Yeah, I I really I really enjoy this Kendrick album. Every time I listen to it, it gets better and better. Like the first time, it was a hard. I wouldn't talk to you about it. The first time I listened to it, I was like, damn, this this is hard. Like this is made me feel things. It was emotional. The things he was saying, I like, oh man, you admits to being um touched when he was five years old by my older cousin. You know how was, same thing happened to his mom, and that 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 affected her, which affected him. Um, you meant the fucking white women because he might be racist. Yeah, his uh, cheating. that man regret that that man regretted having sex with white women. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the ancestors haven't looked at me the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah cheating. Che- yeah, cheating, like, cheating on his wife. It was, it was just so much. Oh my god, that was like what the fuck, nigga? Damn. Like the first time I listened, to it, I was like, damn, this shit is. This shit is fucking heavy. Like, oh, right. fuck. The daddy issues. Yeah, that song sample, that was sampled, though. That shit was fucking yeah, Father Time. Yeah. Early morning, wake up. Yeah. yeah. I was wondering. I was like, where is Sam? I haven't heard <laughs> where him. Where is he? I haven't heard him in years. Where is he? Hey, there he is. We need a project. We need a project. So. Yeah, no. we, need a, we need a classic. We need another classic. Yeah, that's all. We just need to cry. We cry together when it's just a, a fuck you, nigga. Fuck you. Hey, that shit. That, song, that was my favorite song off the album, to be that real. That song raised my heart rate. I loved it. When I heard that shit, I was like, this is perfect. Like, this is the best. This, this, I was like, yo, this is the what? best. This is, I was like, yo, this is the best shit I ever heard Were in my life. Were you like, hashtag relatable? <laughs> no, it's like... <laughs> Cause it was just like it was like it was very it was very raw it, it was, was very raw yeah. they pick they pick all the they pick all the points you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. like if if it, they need if, so, if if it's something that they would have said it's nothing that they've ever they actually need, said they need couples counseling yeah it was like oh was like holy shit they just like Not this is Twitter in person yeah they probably need to break up and when I uh, look further than the the artist that's featured on it 
she's actually Taylor Page. Taylor, yeah, amazing. Yeah, she's actually the the uh, actress from Zola. Mm-hmm. So she's not even a rapper. It's like, oh, you had an actual actress to like, and it makes sense that like you can hear the breaks in her voice. It sounds she did so, so well. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, she really did. She's like, oh wow, this. Originally, she, Kendrick did it himself. He was like, nah, nah, this don't hit the same. <laughs> I can't keep doing my voices. <laughs> but nah, it's like her part. It's like her part was so it was written so perfect. Like the flow, like her flow and her parts were better than on his parts. Yeah. So it was just like it was like wait a second like this is like what I've, it's basically what I've always wanted to hear in women rapping. It's the, like this. It's like this is this is it right here. Like this shit is this shit is hardcore. Just bars, the flow is there. All the it's like all the you're just like you're hitting all the points for us. Like okay, this is this is this is everything I've been wanting to hear. I should have followed my mind in '09 and moved out to Georgia. I was like, oh yeah. I was like, yeah, this is like you grew up on '90s black media. Where escaping to Atlanta was your saving grace. Yeah, I appreciate. It's like I appreciated how emotionally raw that song was. Like it was just just like wow, this is a lot of there's a lot of shit going on here. So when I mean when it got to that point in the album, I was just like, "Whoa, this is like, this is monumental. This is a lot. Yeah, this is this is this is a. It's, I don't want to say it's a trauma dump, but damn, <laughs> this, it, it is, that's what it kind of feels like. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like it's like trauma dumping. I was like, all right, well, I don't know how often I'm gonna listen to this. But remarkably often, like I've I've ran it back. <laughs> I've ran, I've ran no, it back no, like no. three like I three or four you. times. You know what I'm saying? The whole thing. I ran it back three or four times. It's like okay, this is actually fire. Like this song is actually fire. Okay, this song is cool. But I was like, man, this shit is slow. I don't know if this is gonna work. Like it's very slow, heartfelt, deep, heavy music. It's just that like, song in particular, the whole album. The whole album. Yeah. I mean, it's you know high highs and low points, but it's just like it doesn't get. It's just. It, it's not bright for long, at all. right? There's this little, this little, this little race, this little race of sunshine, but it's just like there's, there's not, it's not a, and it's, it's listening to that often is hard sometimes. Yeah, you know what I'm is. saying? Like some, some like um, what's the name? Um, Solange's album. Mm-hmm. Her album was deep. You know what I'm saying? It, emo- it was emotion, it was emotionally deep, but it wasn't like as harsh as this was. Yeah, you Which, I mean, I guess, I guess it makes sense. Like the, you know, uh, you know, he push, he push you through the ringer. Yeah. But like, come right out of uh, we cry together. You get purple hearts. The Ghostface Killer Ghost, track. Yeah, yeah. Ghostface. Is he spit man? Yeah. Man, that's like that's like that's a career. That's a career. That felt like a career uh-huh. first. You know what I'm saying? Like, Shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? That was like yo, like yo. I'm this is you know what I'm saying. You talking to the God right now? Yeah. Like he, I was like, damn. I guess I ain't expect, you know, I, I don't expect like older rappers to really spit like that anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like, it was like, understandably, you know what I'm saying? But like, Ghost killed that shit. I was just like, okay, yeah. Yeah, you, you know yeah. You still, like, you, you still got it. And it makes sense because Ghostface Kill, if anyone does like the emotional, heartfelt raps. Yes. It's Ghostface. 100%. So like, oh, this makes perfect sense. Like, like he, Summer Walk on there and like come off her last album. Like, come out that song in which like, if you listen to um, Still Over It, so much like, we cry together is almost a summation of what still over it was to a certain extent. Like the toxicity of it all, that I can't fuck with this nigga, all that shit. So I haven't heard on a feature right after that. It's like, oh, this is freaking fucking perfect. And then having ghost face on top of that. Crazy. Like, yeah, yeah, this is. And it's, called, so and it's called Purple Heart. So you know, like, so crazy. I was like, I was like, yes, okay. But at the same time, I was like, man, this is long as shit. 
Like you know, the long album, but I was like, man, this shit is it's, it's album, just long. It's as long as it's as long as it's slow and it's heartfelt. It's like you, it's, yeah. it's, it's a whole. It's, it sucks you in. It's an hour and thirteen minutes, and it's only it's not long. Tracks. It's, it's two, not long. It's a double album, yeah. nine tracks. Uh, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. I think the Big Steppers is the first album, and Mr. Morale. I mean, besides the fact that the Big Steppers is on. Big Step, uh, World Ride Step is the third track on it, and then Mr. Morale is the seventh track on the second album. But like, I think the Big Step is like all the cap shit, like all the, this is all the negativity. This is the, the vending of it all. This is, we fucked up. I'm fucked up. You fucked up. Here, it's all this shit. Here's my demons. Here's all everything. And I think the second album is, the consultation of it all. You know, like here, the first album is all about admitting that you have a problem. And the second half of the album is all about, okay, I've accepted it, and now I'm trying to move past this. And this is what I can do to move past this. Um, Last episode, I spoke about how I was really interested to see what what's the theme for this album. Because uh, uh, Section 80, again, Section 80 was a campfire song. was a campfire story. Um, Good Kid, Mad City was a short film. Damn was a poem. And uh, not Damn was a poem. Uh, to Pimple Butterfly is a poem. Damn is a radio broadcast. I think this one is a play. Like, if you like sit there and listen to like in the, in the dark with your eyes closed, you can like see the scenes happening. It's like you can see the scenes moving in, moving out. Um, it's like he has different characters come in. It's like some, some songs feel like monologues. Like he's just standing there like, I can't please everybody. It's like you're watching like a neighborhood play at like a local YMCA. It's like an adult theater. You like it's like all this shit. It's like okay, this is what he was going for on the tap dancing constantly. It's like that plays. It's like oh yeah, stop tap dancing around the conversation. It's like all this shit. He was like packed all of it into this these two nine track albums. He's like oh, here you go, and it's like oh fuck. And there's so much to process, but once you like start to kind of get it, it's like oh the shit really opens up for you. And it's, it is a very heavy album. There's a lot of like heavy, heavy songs. But every time it starts to get too dark, he throws you. Like, Here's a rope. Here's some some light heart, some light hearted music. Here's something that make you feel better about yourself. You know. So like coming from fuck you nigga, fuck you bitch, now nah, fuck you nigga, to shut the fuck up when you hear love talking. It's like all these shits. Like all right, this is bad, but here's how you kind of work and get past it. Get past it. I also feel like this album is like a summation of everything he's done on TD this far. Like it's bits of this album from Section 80 to Pepper Butterfly. If you like any Kendrick album, there's songs on here for you. Like this is it technically his end game. Yeah. He's like, all right, I took in bits and pieces of every album I've done and did it all together and I made the shit work. Uh, one of my favorite so songs. So this is like the deep version of I Never Liked You by Future. <laughs> like, the future is just the very surface level of Mr. Morale and the high, and the big steppers. Well, you need to go too deeper. We up. It's like when you add a third cup to your double cup. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I can't see where you're going. I actually really fuck with uh, the song Mr. Morale since you brought it up. Because it made me think of Yeezus. And I hate, you guys know this podcast. I hate Yeezus. Like, you oh, hate Yeezus? I hate Yeezus. I was like, oh, this is Yeezus done good. Like, this, if if Yeezus was done well, it would sound like. Was it Yeezus? Did you look? You didn't listen to that that Childish that Childish Gambino album, did you? Which one? Um, 
It was like three fifteen twenty. I listened to it. You didn't think it was like that? This album? No, that, that, song, I, that, that one that, particular that, song. Yeah, that one song. What song got for three fifteen twenty? There's like a couple. That was the overall vibe. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll give you that. I, three fifteen twenty just kind of came and went for me. I don't, I don't know why. I, I was excited for it. I listened to it. Oh, okay. And then I think I probably only listened to the album twice. I never listened to it. I feel that. I mean, this. I mean, it's real. I mean, but it's a, it's still like a. It's, it was the thing about it. If it well, I mean. We go ahead and show about that. I can go. For, I can go for it. <laughs> I can talk about. I can talk about this album. So I'm not. I'm not trying to do that. But yeah, it was like that's like that specific song is like okay. This there's like a couple of songs like that. Is that's this is America on that one, or is that just yes. Lucy? This is America. I think it's on there. I also think uh, Summertime. Yeah. That one music video that's like it's a cartoon with all the black people in it. That one's on there. That's, that's so that wasn't like Wava Island or whatever. No, no, nah, that was yeah, that that was that was on. I think that was on. That was on the album, but like the, the main sound was more electronic. Yeah, like the early, the, the I guess the, the stuff that was earlier on the on the album. It's not a bad album. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's not it's bad. It was pretty like, good. Yeah, it was, it was it was straight, but it's like nobody people liked it, but no, nobody talked about yeah. it. But like that specific song had it's, it felt like songs on that on that album. It was like yeah, okay, this is this has been done. I feel I feel that. Uh, one of my favorite songs on this Father Time. I'm trying to talk about just the. The other one was Sanford? Yeah, that's the one with Sanford. We was basically talking about like daddy issues, how how things like, you know, I was like told not to cry. You got stuff we got to be a man. So one part that really stuck out was like, um, I asked my dad when my when grandma died, why he went right back to work. And he said, because, you know, uh, time waits for nobody. Like these bills ain't going to wait. I can't have time to grieve. I don't have time to process. You know, it's, as far as giving them advice, like, you know, don't trust nobody except for your mama. Always be competitive. Look at everybody like competition. And that's what he says. Yeah, so when I look, I'm going to still have grown to do because I looked at when Kanye West and Drake met up, uh, made up, I was I was slightly confused. Like, what the fuck? And he's like, because he doesn't, he don't think that, oh, it's just competition. It's just this, it's just that. And he realized, okay, no. Yeah. The fact that I, can't, I don't know how to process these things it's things that things I learned from my father, things I grew up with, and now I can't have functional relationships with people. I I can't have rapper friends because I look at them as competition. Like, okay, now nah, this is what it is. And when you think about this and the context of control, it was like, no, nah, it's just competition. I'm saying this. I'm saying that. You know, it's like why wow, all these niggas being so sensitive. I'm just being competitive. It's kind of like not to say he regrets it because like, he doesn't say that or makes that statement. I just think now... It's like, yeah, I, I probably should have been making friends and like... No, yeah, he's out. just like... No, he's like, no, have I... fun. No, it's a, it's a thing to be competitive with your with your rapper homies, but also it's like, I'm trying to make sure these niggas don't hear another noun or verb from you niggas. Like, it's like, it's one of those just like, no, I'm coming for you niggas next. Fuck all y'all. Y'all my niggas, but fuck all y'all. That's a very, very aggressive. And he kind of, in through the context, he kind of speaks to that like, Oh, maybe it's something wrong with me. Maybe I should not. <laughs> why? The, why? The, yeah, why I was wilding. Yeah, it's like, right. oh, I was kind of wild in there, huh? So yeah, it's, it speaks to that. Um, you know, he's a, to to my homies that didn't have a father who had to figure it out. And he's like, you know, I can see it in the eyes of these rappers and they wearing these chains and these tattoos. You know, they everybody's fronting like they gangster. Everybody, oh, what we think of as gangsters really just being a man. And what you think is being the man is really being gangster. So 
you in this idea of everyone trying to out thug each other, out trying to out gangster each other, you really just this hyper masculinity, like, okay, I gotta be better than you. I gotta be this, I gotta be that. All this outdoing each other. Everyone is confused about what manhood is. And therefore, it's like, oh, if you exert yourself as a man, I have to then prove that I'm the bigger man. Or that I'm the better man. Or yeah. I'm this, or Everybody's that. just emulating somebody who's probably emulating somebody who was faking it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And you, got, you, really, you really touched on that. All this shit is shit that we deal with. And figured out it's like not. He's like, oh no, nah, this isn't. This isn't this. Like, it's more to it than all of this. So I've that song really, really hit for me. Um, yeah, man. One thing that I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Bible or the lost books of the Bible. Like, you talking about Jesus? Uh, Enoch. Oh, yeah. So for those of you who don't know, uh, Enoch, the book Enoch, it's out there. You can go Google it and find out. It's one of the. When the Bible was made, the Bible's collection of different uh, shorter books. There were books that were left out of the Bible for certain reasons. One of the books was the book of Enoch. And that's He was too far. Uh, no, no. The world they waited for this, folks. <laughs> uh, yeah. They left it out for a reason. You had to leave that tweet in the draft. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So hey, like, yo. Yeah, so he named his he named his uh, son Enoch. And it was crazy because he he mentioned it. On one of his uh, performances, the untitled performances, when he was going on. Yeah, he's full black Israelite. <laughs> yeah, he's like, <laughs> like he, he specifically mentioned, yeah, Enoch is here. I, I was like, oh, okay. Oh, so I was like, maybe maybe he was shouting out his son all way back then. It's like, or it was it um, you know, he just made a biblical reference. So I thought, I thought, I know this is a small thing I picked up on. I thought that was very interesting. Uh, how did you guys feel about Kodak Black being on the album? It was shocking at first. It, I feel like the, I was like, I was like, wait a second. We no. could have did without Kodak Black. You could have, you could have just exclusively used Baby Keen. Kodak, Kendrick, Keen. I don't care. <laughs> All we needed was the cousins linking up. You know. I think. I think he did it for a reason, but the reason to be in. This whole album was Kendrick bearing out his soul, bearing out his his shortcomings, right? His failures. But we still look at Kendrick like he Kendrick. And every time you hear Kodak Black speaking, it's like, yeah, I'm on a song with I'm on a song with Oklahoma. I'm on a song with Kendrick. The GOAT, I'm here. Like, y'all, y'all probably surprised to hear me on here. Like all these things. I think the point Kendrick was trying to use with Kodak was me and Kodak ain't that different. So you had to look to look at me and understand me means you also have to understand a person like Kodak. At the same time, Kodak is probably who I was at one point. Because every time you, Kodak does rap or he does the spoken word parts, everything he's doing is from this flashy. He's he's speaking to the insecurities, to the to everything Kendrick's saying. Now this this was wrong, and that's what everything Kodak is rapping about is speaking of. It's that. Like, nah, I'm this, I'm doing this, I'm, I'm big here, I'm big there. It's like, you kind of see, like, you got to put this thought here. It can't just be, if it's just Kendrick, it's just a lot of him, Kendrick preaching, right? And on the second half of the album, when you do get Baby Keem on Survivor, Keem is basically talking about, like, all the things he did, he did like, you know, uh, 
my uncle told me the only things you seen in the movie it had to be magic. And then I can I went on the world tour. I came back just to buy my casket. Like I did this, I did that. Like you know, I'm doing I'm doing all these things. I'm working so much. I'm working so much to provide for these things. It's like that also doesn't work. Which again, can you go back to Father Time? Can you speak on that too? Like just bury your head and keep working harder. That's not the answer either. Like you missing out on so much of life. It's like oh, I'm gonna just work. I'm gonna just work. I'm gonna just do this. I'm gonna just do that. You know, there's no. I think he uses both of them to tell, to speak to the other sides of what he's talking about. So it's not just Kendrick preaching at you for an hour and him saying, this is what the fuck is wrong with people. He's, you got to have these other thoughts in your head. Like, oh, this is this thought. And now I'm using Kodak to display this thought. I'm using Baby King to display this thought. And everything coming after this is me dismantling those ways of thinking. But at the same time, you probably are here and you got to get here and through working through this, you can get to this end point. So I think that's the reasoning behind why they're both included on the album, especially Kodak. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Use, yeah use, use him and using him as a figure. Yeah. Figure point in the album. Yeah, man. It really, he even has like a therapist on there, like talking and speaking at certain points. And then the second half album starts with. Track 10, the literally first words are session 10. So it's like, oh, okay, he, his nigga's really sitting in therapy. You know, you're really going through this whole therapy session with this man and going through and breaking down and his mentaling, everything. Um, two things that also really, really stuck out was one whole like, infidelity thing and like his reasoning behind it. It's like the sense of power. Like all these women I slept with gave me superpowers. I was on the road for so long. I was on this, I was on that. And my wife, she was like crying, like, where did he slip up? You know, you need to go to, like, I'm not leaving you. I'm not doing this. In the, you need to go to therapy. This isn't just you cheating and for whatever reason. Like, no, you have a, there's a yeah, problem there's a, here. There's a deeper meaning. There's a deeper meaning to all this. Like, it's not you just ain't doing this for infidelity's sake, the infidelity reasons. And he speaks to it like, well, you know, I was touched as a little boy and that made me feel guilty. And I had for my whole life now, I feel like I had to exert some type of power and, you know, look for security. So I did these, had all these insecurities about me. And these women made me feel whole again. And it's like, oh, I, part of me feels dirty, but these women love me. So now I'm going out and I'm sleeping with them, you know? Like, I, it's the whole like thirst and quest for power, for like some type of validation. You know, you can't, you know, you biggest superstar rapper in the world and all these things, like, you're still searching for this validation from people because you're not getting it or you were, didn't get it at a young age. You know, that same album, he goes back again and says, I see it in all these rappers. All of them were affected, even not necessarily saying they were touched as little, as, like, young children, but, like, they all, all of these rappers are neglected. All of them are affected in some way, shape, or form, and they try to bury it with the tattoos, with the chains, with the money, They're trying to... All these things, they're looking for validation from people that they never received it from. And now they get these things from these fans and a lot of times from women. That That's, you know, I need these women surrounding me because when I'm by myself, all I have is my negative thoughts and all the fucked up shit that has happened to me. And when I have all these, when I surround myself with all these other people and with the sex and the drugs and everything else, it numbs it all. But I'm really out here just Cutting, cutting my veins open and bleeding on these tracks. 
Yeah. And shedding these tears. So everyone needs healthy coping mechanisms. Right. And women is not one. Yeah. Don't women are not your therapist. They are not your Right. They're not your healing station. They are not fucking therapist. They are not your savior. Go to the gym. They are not your savior. Journal. Yeah. Right. So when Kendrick gets to the end of the album, he's like, and Cole is not your savior. I'm sorry I couldn't do it. I'm not your I was actually very happy for Kendrick by the end of this album. Not because all the bullshit he just stated and everything he's been doing. Like, <laughs> yeah. What's happening for that? But it's like, wow, you've grown. Yes. But also at the end of damn, I was I felt bad. It's like, damn, this this nigga's fucked up. This nigga's sad. Just like ain't nobody praying for me. Like all these shits is like, yo, you're really you really feel alone. Like you listen to what Kendrick is saying and like how he's rapping everything. He's like, oh man, this shit. You really going through it. You feel like nobody's there. And he rapped from this perspective like he had to save the world. I got to do this. I'm the one. Like, I'm the one. I got to save all you niggas. And then when he gets to the last I was like, you know, I'm sorry. Like, I, I chose me. I'm sorry. And he kind of repeat, I chose me. I'm like, I had to do this for myself. I can't be y'all savior. I can't do this. I can't. I'm only one person. You got to go out there and you got to save yourself. And he made a whole album talking about how he saved himself. Yeah. The most you can do is give an example on what worked for you. Right. And I think that's what this whole album is. Like, even if it's not exactly the same, like at least seeing what a picture looks like, you can paint your own. Yeah. So how how can I relate to the entire album? Are you asking? No, just like in, I guess, like in general, we'll listen to right. it. It's like, how how can I relate yeah. to every every yeah. like on, in every aspect? How 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 can I? When I finally finished it, I was like, ah, I get this. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah, it makes you ask yourself a lot of a lot of questions that's uncomfortable to you, especially as like a man, as men. You know, it's it makes you really question certain things. Like, damn, am I doing this? Is that how I view women? Am I? Yeah. Was was I shackled by all those conversations that I was forced into and or had to listen to? Did those ideals and thoughts and opinions shape me? Are women just sexual objects for my own entertainment and filling the hole of my emptiness inside of myself? Is that what this is? Is that my thoughts and opinions or is this somebody else's that I adopted and it possessed me? You know, you really got to look at that shit and think about it differently. That's something I'd been doing for a while now anyway. So yeah. this album was just like, oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> so did somebody somebody put this to words. Yeah. yeah. That's why I say the best thing you can do is be honest. <laughs> honestly, honestly. Honestly is the best policy. Honestly. Because having tough conversations is by definition tough and hard. Yeah. But it Better makes, it makes everything so much easier on the back end. Because you know where that person stands, that person knows where you stand, and you as a and as adults, you two can both make a make the right decision, or a decision, or a decision, an informed decision, right? An informed decision. There's nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing. But it's there's nothing like the power of an informed decision. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. this is what I think. This is what I feel. And when you do this, I feel like this, or I interpret these actions as this. How do you feel? And you both can sit down like, oh, okay, cool. This doesn't work at all. Or you be like, oh, okay, cool. I didn't know when I did this, this made you feel like this. Or I didn't know 
I thought she was just walking around moody. I didn't know you had all this other shit going on in your head, you know? You got to be able to sit there and have a a tough conversation. It doesn't have to be yelling. It doesn't have to be screaming. Yeah. You can both express. But it can be that. Yeah, it, it can it be. Actually, it works wonders on your mental. And then we can mental. cry together. It works wonders <laughs> on your mental state as well. Because yeah. like when, when I was doing counseling, um, one of the things that, that she mentioned was mind reading. That's when you're just, you're literally projecting what the other person is thinking. Now, the way to disarm that is to state the facts like, okay, what do I know for sure? Anything you don't know, you just got to ask to figure out. Or else your mind's just going to run wild. So doing that will help keep you grounded. So, you know. And you don't want to do that to yourself. Right. You drive yourself insane. And then, you know, you can end up making the other person feel worse. Either consciously or subconsciously. Right. I always feel like you need to have an open line of communication with your partner. Or just anyone in general. Because when you don't express how you feel, you leave that interpretation out to somebody else. And, you know, first impression, last impression. So even if you don't say... Oh no, that thing you did, I wasn't upset about that. I was upset about this whole other thing. But if you never expressed that, now that person is always gonna link, oh, you're upset, you're mad at me about this one thing. That could have nothing to do with that at all. That's not even the issue. But to that person, they already made that connection in their head. So even if you come back later and say, Oh no, that's not it, they're just gonna think you cap. Because to them, they not made it that they not made that effect. And nothing you can say can disrupt that fact. You know? It's a... You gotta talk to niggas, man. And niggas don't wanna talk. I understand, because I don't wanna talk. But you got to. You gotta be willing to, you know? Yeah. And it's funny, like a lot of people say, um, I wanna have a like if they're having kids, I wanna have a boy. They're they're less work. It's easier. It's like, no, no. <laughs> you're neglecting them. <laughs> That's what it's turning it's into. It's easier to neglect. You're them. you're raising malformed adults. And you're raising men who have some very toxic issues that they haven't addressed or worked out because they were taught, hey, yeah, don't feel these this level of emotions. So you're just gonna you're just gonna fucking sit over here in the angry petty scale, and it's like, oh yeah, men aren't emotional. It's like, nigga, what? <laughs> some of the most emotional people I met were niggas. Yes, and that's just a fact. So yeah, lean into that other shit too. You're already there. You're just denying it. Yeah, man, get a therapist, yeah. Yeah, that's what this album is. Go, go get, go get, get a therapist. therapist. Unpack your problems, because the kindest thing you could do is break some generational trauma. Right. And not just for yourself, for your kids. If your parents are still around, perhaps it'll help them as well. Yeah. And also have some Jimmy's though, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like you know what I'm saying. It's kind of kind of people will be like, Yo, I want to like Silent Hill so it's, bad. It's like you do. When fucking Kodak Black is on it. You know what I'm saying? You it's like you feel fucking Kodak it's like Black. You feel, it's like you, you feel say conflicted. Like a white person. You, 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 just, you just feel conflicted. So it's just like with it, it. There's other songs that that there's other songs that they just, just kind of let people be like people will be like, Yo, I can't play this at a party. Like so, are you do you party that much? Oh, oh, you're going oh, to bring back up? Like, are you, oh, you, oh, you, are you part? Are you really partying that much to where you can't enjoy the song? 
You know what I'm yes, saying? Yes, yes, yes. We are. We're outside. It's oh, the you're, summertime. You're, it's like yo, we're yo, simply. We're drinking spiked simply. Like, you, you can't, you can't just listen to music. Like yo, there's a party though. It's like I got a party. What are you talking about? Like, of course not. Do you party all the time? Like you know, nobody's a party. Are, are y'all is everybody a party god? Yes. Is that the we're situation? We're drinking rum again this summer. Is every, That's what we're, is, back on. we're fucking with the rum. We're bringing back out the Malibu. Nobody is. Nobody's taking <laughs> a nap. Say. Nobody's taking a nap. Nobody's. You know what I'm saying? Nobody. Re, you know what I'm saying? Nobody has a like a, a single square of time where you just have to think about shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like everybody's just partying. You don't have to party all the time. The album doesn't have to be a party album. You don't need that to be a good album. Is yeah. did, did you feel something? Oh, we just talked about everything. Yeah, it's like yeah. this is just just just, gener- just generally like what I've seen. Like oh, it's not. A, it's like you, you, so. There's plenty of albums. I do. I'm not playing like. A bunch of like Tame Impala. I'm not playing the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, but you know what I'm saying? I, mean, I might. You know what I'm saying? I might. Just run out. You know what I'm saying? It's like. It might be a, a playlist. It might just be his album. Who knows? Yeah. Like, it's like, yeah, not every, every, every song doesn't have to, to go to a party. You know what I'm saying? There's, there's songs I listen to that are not party songs. There's plenty of songs everybody listens to that are not party songs. Yeah, and, that's, exactly. and that's okay. That's, it's okay. It's, it's okay. It's okay. You can, you can. Yeah, I mean, I ain't trying to put on music, music that scared the hoes, but. Yeah. <laughs> No MF Doom. It's like, why does that matter? Like, why does that matter? Like, why does that matter? What is this? Like, why does that matter? Why does that matter? Why does that? I, I, I don't. We're not playing no Conway the Machine. No, no. Fly Anakin. No, I know better than Action that. Like, listen, come on, fam. Like, you can have like you can you can you can have. It's like listen, it's Action Jackson. I play, I, like I play that shit nonstop. Every I, I play, I stream that shit nonstop everywhere else. God bless the dude. You know what I'm saying? Like No, no, yeah. No, you're right. You can play you can play any type of music right any type of person, honestly. Oh, yeah, come on. But you understand like it's certain vibes. Like I'm not trying to hear Fuck you, bitch. Fuck you, nigga. Yeah. I ain't trying to hear that at the strip club. He's like it's different songs on different occasions. Different Yo, I heard the most fucking Madman playlist at the goddamn strip club in Vegas, dog. I, like? I saw hoes popping pussy today and night by Kid Cudi. Wow. I'm a Kid Cudi fan. I would want to see that to be honest. I'm a Kid Cudi fan, and and bitches was busting it open. I'm up here seeing day and night. white booty hole to fucking day and night by Kid Cudi. In, in 2022. No, they didn't have no rhythm. Dude, what else was on that play? There was some Akon on it. There was some Nickelback. Kid Cudi, Akon, and Nickelback. There was Florida was on that shit, bro. Was it low? Yeah, it was. <laughs> oh slow. my god, it, that's a, that's, it was madness. This sounds Damn, terrible. I wish Z was here, bro. We were just up there, like, yo, what the fuck is this playlist, dog? They also had Grand Theft Auto dance moves, and they all did the same dance moves. So it, real, real polygonal. It 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 really felt like I was like, oh, this is a simulation. This city's not real. Las Vegas is not real. It's an isekai. Yeah, yeah. It's just this one. Big gotcha game, you know. You go there and you roll. You you roll for rares, ultra rares. Just big enough items. Yeah, you bring enough items. Does the stripper have crabs? You know what I'm saying. You gotta have the. Amen. You gotta be equipped. The I've only been in Vegas once, but the best analogy of Vegas I really understood it once I went there is like Vegas is a place you go there have three hundred dollars you have fun. If you go there with three thousand dollars you have the equal amount of fun. Different fun, but you can also have a blast. Like, whatever you got in Vegas, you can make what you have stretch and have a great fucking time. 
I don't know if that's still the case. <laughs> that shit was whack. We, I was ended up paying like thirty bucks a drink. So, oh god, god, yeah, yeah. A, I mean, wait, wait, thirty bucks a drink. A drink. This is like after, like you know, tax, tipping, and shit like that. Mm. One like drink. The minimum, yeah. The drink would be like a dub. So you end up paying five dollars plus tax plus whatever. Twenty like twenty two, twenty three, twenty five, something like that. If you, oh, you want to double? Yeah, it's like twenty seven. Like, oh shit! Might as well <clears throat> drop the three to make it a whole number. Yeah. Yeah, that's rough. I don't know about all that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, of course, you could also go to to the casino. Yeah. And drink for three for free, but I mean, yeah, you're drinking for free, but you're also Gambling. Yeah. Isn't that why you go to Vegas? Yeah. To risk what? something. To risk yeah, to risk something. Either way, somewhere at some point. And that's just gonna be on your hand. That's cool. Hey man. Yeah. Pod trip to Vegas. <sighs> yeah. Vegas was just jarring. But do you know what else was jarring? This most recent season of Atlanta. You finished it? I didn't finish it. I think I have like one episode left, and yeah. I hear it's it's pretty crazy. I don't know, man. Like it, I I was really in for the beginning of the season, and then like it's just certain things that have been happening since then. Each episode really just leaves me like, what? Like, why did you do this? Like, why would you do that? Yeah, apparently, like, what the fuck? The Kevin Kevin Samuels in the episode. Yeah, in the episode you can't. They were like literally. The week his episode premiere is also the same week he died. Yeah. And the episode came out like after he died. Yeah. It was like, like yeah. that was that Thursday or Friday, like he died like that Monday. Yeah. <clears throat> and of course they were they were the Kevin Samuels pack was going up. I hate that I have to describe it like that, but that's that's what it is. You know, I, I get he was not the best person at all. He had some some pretty fucked up views, but you know I'm not one to just slander people who are dead. But besides the point, that episode in and of itself, it was in black and white. It was one of those one off episodes that has nothing, nothing to, to do, do with the story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's essentially just about this kid who's white passing. <laughs> it looks completely white, but like his dad's black. That's a logic. Yeah, <laughs> and it's. Yeah, it's just exploring his his relationship with his own blackness um, in some very racist ways. It's it's like this season of Atlanta is made for white people about black people. But you feel our awkwardness. That's what I always do. It's like, no. Like, that point, if it's a white person watching it, I don't think that point would be conveyed to them specifically. But it's like, hmm, here's a bonus for you because you would literally understand because you're black. Mayhap, you know. So it's it's, kind of weird. Um, I I really don't know how to feel about it at this point. Do you enjoy it? (sighs) Man, that episode really fucking threw me off, man. He's like, ah, he's basically going to the school to, well, you can infer what happens when a when it with a pissed off, uh, white presenting male goes to a school. Not very good thing to watch. Yeah, on your Hulu channel. Right. Right. Damn. 
I'm not saying that happened specifically, but more or less. Yeah, and then um, like right before that, there was like a like a Paperboy episode where he's in Amsterdam and he's like tripping off of shrooms, maybe some type of drug. Yeah, some type of drug, maybe. And I think it was that um, that psychoactive honey, and that was it. Was just that was <laughs> that was a kind of a awkward episode. Like Liam Neeson was in it at the end. The Black and, Boston. Yeah, your block busted. <laughs> he was basically like, he didn't apologize for what he said. He was explaining it and then went on to say, yeah, no, I'm, fuck you black people. <laughs> y'all, trying to, y'all trying to ruin my career. And it's like, what, <laughs> what the fuck? Was like, Why would you give these people a platform? Chet Hanks is in it. Doing a, a terrible Trinidad accent. Oh, yeah, that's the episode. I heard about it. This is about um, all these... Middle to upper class white kids, parents are too busy working, so yeah. they get raised by their West. Indian. It's for white people yeah, about black the... people. Yeah. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? I didn't sign up for that. Like, is it like watching dear white people? That's all I got the feeling for watching dear white people. Is like, this show is for white people. It just happens to have a lot of black people in it, but the show itself is for white people. Granted, the show is called Dear White People, so why should I expect a the black experience. There are episodes that are for for white people. I would say that, but there's some that are just like like this is just an episode of television. I don't think this is specifically marketed at anyone. You talking about for Atlanta? No, I'm talking about for dear white people. Okay. Atlanta's like, here you go, here you go, whitey. We're gonna we're, we're gonna get back to that. <laughs> we're gonna circle back to the dear white people, remind me. But um, yeah, but you, I see what you're talking about. I just. I'm like, yeah, I'm did, like, did you did you watch it? When you watch no, 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 it, I, I think I, it'll make more sense. No, I feel it. No, I get it. I get it. I get it. Because this is the first season of Atlanta I haven't been like pro uh, programmed to watch. Like, this is like okay, mm-hmm. I need it. Atlanta comes on Thursday. I need to watch it Thursday. If I don't watch it Thursday that weekend, I have to watch the episode. In the first three episodes, sure. I was like, okay, cool. You really got some shit. The fourth episode, yeah. fourth first, episode I still think it's amazing. First but, three instant classic. The fourth one. Looking at it now, because even then, it's like, this is for white people. Right. About black people. And it's it's not even like the full spectrum of black people. It's like a couple specific lenses that are already like, you know, known quantities. Mm-hmm. Like, this is this is the ignorant nigga. This is the, the, the nigga that's stuck in a corporate job, but, you know, he's still a nigga. You know what I'm saying? It's It's not necessarily breaking any type of molds or anything or like, okay. Yeah, I know you used to, used to have an episode left to go. Yes. But do you think this whole episode is them not being in Atlanta? They're in a f- different country? So you think that's part of it? Like, being black people as a fish out of water? This is how you... This is how... The whole port... port that's kind of what I've got. Again, I haven't finished the season. That's kind of what I got. I was like, huh? With everything, them being not in Atlanta and moving around different places, this is how it feels to be black in all these different er- other areas. So... The show is shot differently and it has a different voice to kind of emphasize that aspect of it. Not specifically. Okay. I see where where that is a train of thought, but I don't feel like that's what is actually happening here. Okay. I feel like they're making this season for them crackers. And hopefully the next season, which is supposed to come out this fall. It should be it's back what, in Atlanta. Yeah, no, they say it's back in Atlanta. So I was like, hopefully it's like, okay, we made this. The next episode was for the whites. This one is 
distance from my niggas. Hopefully. Right. I I really can't think of how else to describe it besides jarring. It's just it just throws me off. Like some of the creative choices, but you know, it is what it is. Okay. So you guys want to talk about Abbott Elementary or Netflix cutting their diversity divisions? We might not even have Netflix by the time the next right. episode comes out. Right, bet. So yeah, Netflix, <laughs> they just cut all of their like diverse uh you know that strong black league. Yeah, the Twitter page, strong black leagues, fight everybody. Yeah. The 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 uh Latinx outreach, everybody fried. Deuces. Like if you any of that queer shit, adios. Out out of here. Adios. Fuck Animation. Uh, we'll keep a couple of y'all. Yeah, it's just part of the hammer down. And I was like, yeah, Netflix doesn't and they, understand. And they say fuck JoJo Fridays. That's the biggest fucking fucking slap in the face. And we're raising prices. <laughs> and we're cracking down on sharing. It's- Yo, Netflix pack is about to go up. I'm gonna have it till it goes down. I'm gonna I'm gonna go down with the ship, but it's it's not looking good. Yeah. Wait, what are you doing? These are all terrible things that are happening all at once. Every decision you've made has been the wrong one. You guys are literally making all of the worst decisions, and you're going to pay for it. HBO Max is going to eat your lunch. Maybe they're they're, they're tanking for a reason. To sell? There's no other excuse. Disney's going to buy their their UI. Why? They already got Disney Plus. They'll need it. The Disney UI of Disney Plus is the, the, the UI of Disney Plus is anybody process. could use Netflix's UI, and that shit would be a big boost. Again, is Netflix's UI good, or is this the thing we've been yes, used to the longest? It's good. It's good. Like I don't have any problem fast forwarding or rewinding, <laughs> picking the next episode, skipping the intro. They've got everything. Oh, the bro. only one who is possibly comparable is Hulu, and their shit's just a little different. Yeah. And it's still kind of gross. Oh, Crunchyroll is trash. This is nothing to do with your thing, but Crunchyroll is fucking Crunchy trash. Crunchyroll is, is a hot garbage. I think the PS5 might be the best implementation and of Crunchyroll. And that's fucking crazy. Right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's fucking crazy. Uh, you don't have to get into that, but yeah, that would be nice. That would I, be nice to see if when if, if or Amazon <laughs> if Crunchyroll buys their UI. All right, then yeah, if we, Crunchyroll we're like, we're like, we what if, like or, or if Amazon buys a Netflix oh, UI? Oh fuck no! I hope not Amazon. They don't need that W. <laughs> Amazon already bought MGM Studios. Amazon got everything already. They got SpongeBob. They don't need more. That's what I'm saying. Fuck them. None of these other companies need more for real. For real. For real. Just buy your DVDs. Yeah. Get a, get a P, get a PS2. Yeah, and- Netflix's last ditch effort is to start opening up brick and mortar stores, <laughs> renting shit. And ironically enough, they're coming out with a se- with a series about the last blockbuster. Oh man, that's just gonna be petty as hell when that's like the last new series they're able to get. <laughs> like, imagine, oh, block- imagine blockbuster just making a miraculous comeback, like it's out of nowhere. Like hey, but what? Where is the line of demarcation? What was the point where it's like Netflix went from being like, oh, yeah, it's fucking Netflix to, am I still paying for this? Well, when they basically when, when they up the price, when they up the price, and then when the content on there started to dwindle. But granted, it's not Netflix's fault. The content kind started to dwindle. Peacock came, took all their shit. Disney came, took all their shit. Yeah, but how many Netflix HBO originals Max did they start investing in that? Didn't turn into shit, you know? It started being less of, oh, Netflix has some really good series to more so like, uh, 
Netflix just keeps cranking out some dumpster fires or something that just flies fly so if, far under the radar. Or if it was a banger, they fucking canceled it. Basically. Yeah. They, they canceled all of their, their, their best shows. Like, they, they could have weekly concurrent viewership right now if they had JoJo's playing every fucking Friday, but they don't. They don't. We're not getting JoJo's again until, like, fucking October. That doesn't make any fucking sense. Why would you give us 11 episodes? <laughs> so disappointing. Like, people don't even talk about it anymore. We, it, it's left the mind, our mind share, you know? It's gone. Y'all could have had us. That's a shame. We we would have been tapped in every fucking Friday. JoJo's Friday. Yeah. Um. I don't... No, Netflix's whole thing is, if you're going to... If they keep a show around, either it has to be winning awards or the big following. So if you're not doing either of the two, why keep you? Which is why, like, if Netflix had The Wire, they would have canceled after, like... The second the season. The second season. Because The Wire... Never was that bad, that big of you show while airing. Never won any awards. Somehow it's also held as the greatest television show of all time. Well, that or like The Sopranos, if you're talking white people. But like, it's up there as like top three undeniable greatest TV, sh- greatest television shows of all time. But if it was to come out, that same exact show, same exact premise, same exact characters and everything, was to come out on Netflix now, and we never seen it before, we had nothing else like it. It would get canceled after two seasons because, like, why keep it around? Like, why? You could have had gold. And HBO Max allows things to flourish, you know? You get this full season. Even HBO Max had custom things. Like, I was uh, re-watching um, episode eight from Lovecraft Country, the Korean drama episode. And it's like, wow, these niggas really did it. Like, I really, I'm, part of me is actually, <laughs> Lovecraft Country wasn't the best show ever, but goddamn it, it's some weird black shit. And I wish right. we could have got more of it. Right. But there's enough. It's what the streets were needing. You yeah, know? exactly. But there's enough good shit on <laughs> HBO Max. They have such a dope library of like so much great content. I could always go to HBO Max and find something. You know, I never, unless it's an animated, like it's only like Shaman King or some shit that's only on Netflix. Oh, they're giving us Shaman King flowers. Right, yeah, I never thought I would get that. So that's, that's that is that shit, one that shit, point. Not, that shit didn't even finish. That shit never even finished, dog. We never even seen the protagonist's true, right? Fucking spirit. Maybe Umbra- Umbrella Academy season three. Oh yeah, that's coming. So that's what some people think. Like, oh, Netflix heavy hitters, uh, Stranger, Stranger Things. Things is this weekend. Yeah, all the all the all their big. Hey, we know why you niggas are here. Comes yeah. back. So That's so- just going to bust for a day and then it's going to be out of the mind share. It's just like, uh-huh, maybe with them bringing back all their big time shows, maybe they felt, okay, cool. People only care about these big shit anyway. We tried having, doing the niche thing. Yeah, it's niche. It's called niche for a reason. Ain't enough of y'all supporting or watching or doing any of the shit. So let's get rid of it. Let's fuck it. And let's stick with the shit that works. And I think that's a horrible decision. Yeah, bare bones ain't up in the price. Why? And cutting all the shit that gets more marketing to watch your shows. Like, what? Yeah. What? 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 What, 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 what point is doing? that? What are you doing? Apparently, Netflix had their own um, magazine uh, interview site called The Dumb. Like the tone that Netflix made. The Dumb. Yeah, who knew? They had writers. They supposed to get exclusive interviews with about shows with, with actors and all these all of them was like yeah they never really 
we couldn't be critical. At first, they hired on, like, oh, yeah, you could be as critical of a show as you want. And it's like, uh, I mean, what did you have to call it? Bad? Or this scene being, hmm, let's, let's tone this down a bit. And they never marketed it. I was like, I didn't. I didn't know this was a thing. I you know? didn't hear about it until just now. Right. Never received an email about it. Right, right. Never saw any notifications on the mobile app. So it was like, okay, yo, here is articles about, hey, you like this one thing? You're into this niche thing? Here we have writers who's dedicated to that. You know that one awkward, weird show that you like that's on Netflix? Yeah. Here's a person doing an interview with the director and doing this and doing that. They had something like that for like the people who get into the nitty gritty. They never promoted it. But it was there. They had people working and writing content about it. How the fuck is that shit supposed to blow? You just like does Netflix promote anything? Is everything organic? Did they promote Stranger Things? Did Stranger Things just kind of pop one day? Everyone watched it and said, like, "Okay, this is this this is the hot shit. This is how we do it." They promoted it a little bit, then it started popping, and then they like yeah. By season by, season by season two, it was the hot shit. Yeah. yeah by the time cool. like people binged season one, they were shoving that shit down your throat. Shit was like the new Star Wars. Yeah. yeah they yeah, saw the numbers. They was like, oh, check the numbers, bitch. They're like, time to shove it. That's what happens. Don't they get toys and shit? Yeah. Toys, game, probably another game coming out. The soundtrack on vinyl. I, uh, maybe maybe that's it. Maybe Netflix is like realizing they're running out of rope. So yeah. let's cut the minorities. Let's cut. Let's cut. Who's carrying the fucking weight? They may. They may just be saving off. Like, what's the last thing that we can sell? Well, I mean, you. Yeah. I mean, what do you? What? What else could they possibly be doing? Like, how? Uh, a, a quick cash grab to do what else? Not. They're not going to lower the price. I can't imagine that. You can't go back. You can't. You can't, you can't go back down. So, uh-huh. what do you think that you can offer that'd be worth the amount that you're charging? Unless they offer a lower price, they even talk about adding ads into Netflix. Like that, we're definitely gonna get ads probably before the year's out. Yeah, like you can go. You want that lower tier again? Cool, but it comes with ads. <clears throat> yes, you're still paying for it. Yes, you're still getting ads. How long y'all think they get? I I thought they had a minute, and then like with each week, I'm like, oh man, fuck, maybe they just, they just, <laughs> they're doing that. <laughs> There's a literal dumpster fire. Like it's the ship is going down quickly. Yeah. Um, There's water inside. It's breached. I'm. I watched Umbrella Academy. I watched that. I'm literally the only the shows I would go to Netflix to watch. Umbrella Academy only because I've seen the first two seasons. Yeah, season three. Umbrella Academy isn't that great Why of a not? show. It's just it shit is fucking captivating. It's cool. Um, it's cool. Stranger Things. I'll go back and watch that. And uh, The Last Dance. You just gonna run it back? <laughs> yeah, I, you I know, since the last dance times. was so, the last dance was so yeah, great. Like, yeah, so I, great. I mean, there's, I there's plenty back. of times where, like, yo, let me just run the last dance back. Yeah. But other than that, and Shaman King, the anime exclusives they fucking have. Oh, Comey can't communicate. Yeah, like those shits that like you can only get on fucking Netflix. Those, sh- okay. I mean, if Netflix goes down, those shits are going to get split up amongst the other two anime places. Yeah. But even, that's why I was almost kind of upset why they cut um, Cowboy Bebop, the live action. 
Even though I never finished it, it was like, dang, <laughs> cutting, you keep cutting shows, and it's like, damn, I ain't watched it, but shit. <laughs> yeah, I watched it. I thought it was good. I was like, if you if you looked at if you didn't call it Cowboy Bebop, you would not have you would not have a problem with the show. If the show was not called Cowboy Bebop and those characters acted the exact same way, looked the exact same way, but they had different names, yeah. you would not care. You were like, okay, this show's great. Like, it's just, right, a, simple, cool. it's it's just simple. a Cowboy Bebop knockoff. Yeah, fine. you were like, fine, okay, cool. But in fact, it says Cowboy Bebop on it. You, we all put unrealistic, unhigh expectations about it. And they even came out and said, this they is sold, not- They oversold this shit. They're like, oh yeah, we got Watanabe working on this. We got- we're, we we got fucking all these good actors on it. We're, we're playing they close attention to the, to they the said, source material. If they said this is Cowboy Bebop, but this is about a different crew of pirates, set set in the same universe, all this shit that's happening, oh, man, all that shit was happening with them, this shit was what these they other They could have literally they said a that, reimagining. It would have been, been like, okay, y'all are literally saying a reimagining. Fine. But they didn't say that. Right. They said this is a Cowboy Bebop live action. You think right. the One Piece live action is going to save it? No. I try to forget about that every day. No, it's coming out. You can't forget about it. Bastard. Usopp has dreads. This is going to, it's happening. <laughs> yeah. I say, I have to say, of all the streaming devices, things we have, I'm glad Madrid is the one that pays for Netflix. Yeah, I don't. I think the only thing I pay for, the only, still to this day, the only thing I pay for is is The only Amazon reason I Prime. got Netflix in the first place was to get Coochie. And I just never turned off the free trial. It's been years. Damn. It's been a plot point. Hey, I mean, I always, I was always watching it's been, it's, it's been, it's, I was it's, like, it's, all right. It's been a special item in the inventory. I'm like, mm-hmm. like, fine, this works. This is just a staple piece now. It's an essential part of my build. This, seem, this seems to be working. I watched Weeds on there. It was a woman about a. It was a show about a white woman, white womaning selling weed. Orange is the new black. I never liked that show, but yeah, I didn't get past the first season. Same writer, I I believe, right? I I, I ate that shit up. Except for the last two seasons, I was like, I don't know about that. But yeah, one of the 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 first the first two or three, yeah. Guys. Okay, guys. So we'd be remiss if we didn't speak about the the tragedy that happened in Texas. More of those, or more children died because. Did we even get to talk about the the also the shooting in Buffalo? No, because I think that happened afterwards. Yeah, like that happened before. What happened before? Yeah. Well, I mean, before the episode, the last episode we did. Oh, no, that happened. That happened, yeah. In the two weeks from the last episode to this episode, there's been two mass shootings. One in Buffalo, New York, another one in uh, Uvalde, Uvalde, I'm not even going to pretend I know how to pronounce that. Yeah. Because I'm unsure. And it's it's sad. It's tragic. It's, it's a lot. At right. least like thirty four kids were shot. Yeah, I think the death toll has risen to like eighteen yeah. at this point. Maybe by the time you hear this, it's probably higher. Yeah, one of the teachers that died, her husband actually just died today from um, like grief. Like he had a heart attack. 
they're leaving behind four small they're leaving behind four small kids. So it's like, you know, what the what the actual fuck? Right. And, and like, you know, people are really gun ho about like protecting guns and their rights. It's like, all right, see what cool. You did there. I understand, you know, you want to have guns. Our police, they're highly militarized. I get it. But at the same time, guns themselves aren't aren't regulated. And our police in and of themselves are too no. militarized. Yeah. We need to fucking and they need to be demilitarized if not just outright abolished because they sat out there and just let this killer go through that school and shoot the place up. Cuz the thing about police, police are not there to Police are there to enforce Laws, not to prevent crimes. Yeah. They don't protect. They don't serve. The so only thing they protect and serve is the money or the special assets. Right. It's, it's all fucked up. I Honestly, at this point, I, I lost hope. After Sandy Hook happened. Yeah. And they let that they let that boy come go in there and kill all them little white kids. Yeah. And ain't shit changed. Ain't shit See, changed. I could... I can understand racism. Y'all don't like black people. America ain't don't ain't never like black people. Y'all ain't gonna never love black people. Y'all gonna let us die. It's a known streets. quantity. It's, it's like know? okay, cool. I understand racism. I understand capitalism. End of the day, this shit making us money. Cool. I get it. But goddamn, when y'all when they said our white children, our pure white little babies <laughs> that they love so much, when they let them die. And they said, and they just threw their hands up, said, we ain't changing shit. I was like, oh, this shit ain't never going to change. Yeah. Looking like, at it right now. That thing was like, oh. Nah, shit has changed. Oh, they going to oh, let, the, let the black people kill each other. There's no gun problem. There's no gun problem here. There's no gun problem there. When these people go in there and kill and shoot up white kids and shit still doesn't change. Right. So, that shit that happened in Parkland and all those kids had this big movement. We going to change this shit. We going to change it. How? There's been more mass shootings in America than there have been days of the year. Fucking jarring, though. No, it's crazy. It's fucking. We crazy. have other countries beat by exponential amounts. I think the next leading country is like eight. We're at two hundred eighty-eight or some shit. Yeah, we're like at two eighteen for fucking mass Bruh, shootings. It's fucking crazy. That's two hundred and eighteen groups of people, groups of people being shot. All of these mass shootings have been AR-15s. Yeah, but somehow it's not. A gun problem, right? Right. And yeah. Let's let's yeah. regulate abortion because right, right. We can regulate we can regulate women's bodies, but we can't regulate fucking guns. That bro, what the get the fuck out of here? It actually made me really think about. You seen the Batman? Yeah. In the Riddler, and it's like, huh? What he did? Literally, a plot point in the movie is, I'm an incel. And I got all these other incels on the internet. We're all talking about going and committing mass genocide. There's literally, it's not a school shooting. Yo, there's a bunch of people I'm not in the fucking That rappers. Riddler was in his fucking bag. No, <laughs> that nigga was hard. That nigga was in Ooh, his bag. That nigga was hard. But his it, duct tape mask. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you haven't watched the Batman, if you have three hours to kill, go watch it. It's, it's a pretty good movie. Yeah, that was, that was a good performance. It's long as, it's long as fuck, but it's good. But like literally the end of the movie, spoiler alert, is... Batman is going in and stopping all of these shooters. All these people are up in the rafters. He stops the Riddler. He's no like, guns. Okay, I won. I beat the Riddler. It was like, oh no, that's hundreds of us. And they're all in the stadium. The Riddler floods the city, forces everybody in one building. And who's waiting up in the building? A bunch of people with guns who are going to sit there and just kill everybody. 
that's the ending scene of Bat of the Batman. Right. So after watching that, they've and been now, training for this. They've been preparing for this. Right. They and were with, ready. And with the Buffalo shooting, got turned on his Twitch live stream. And it's like, yeah, if you just follow him on Twitch, you're live streaming. People that think it's like, oh, is this a video game? This can't be real. You know, they're watching a lot. And people are posting, right. posting and reposting. He, he literally posted his plans in 4chan and said what he was going to do, posted the links for the Twitch, and went out and did this shit. On, li- nothing on live. But somehow, if you show a little bit of ass, a little bit of titty on Twitch, they'll shut your shit down immediately. Yeah. So it's like, huh, you can somehow catch this thing over here, but you can't catch that. What the fuck is going on, right? It's not like he had it under a video game. The shit said IRL. Like, that is a specific category. Yeah, it's... In real life. It's a lot of shit, <clears throat> Yet he can go, like, plan to go to a, a black grocery store in a food desert and shoot people of color. Right. Black people specifically. Just right. make saw, it make sense. I was talking to my, uh, my homeboy Milan. He was saying, yeah, it's, it's, it's people from Buffalo. He's like, yeah. I, I've been, he's like, the crazy thing is I've been to that grocery store. My grandma used to go to that grocery store at the time. My uncle's like, we, we go out there, we be in there. It's like, I know exactly where that was at. So that like, really hit close to home for him. He lived in D.C. He's like, that, he really hit close to home. Like, damn, that could have been my family. They would have been there that day. You know? Because it's a, it's a spot where people go. And... So, yeah. Going back and recontextualizing the scene that... The shooting in Batman's like, damn, was this in poor taste? The Batman? I don't think it was in poor taste it because ha- it's it's literally holding a mirror up to America. Right. You know, it, it that brings me to another point. I saw I saw this woman, she was tweeting about she was she, she was tweeting about Chainsaw Man mm-hmm. and the gun devil. And she was like, the gun devil is so deep because like looking at that allegory, it's Literally, like you know, when the gun devil shows up, he has all these conditions. Like if you're if you're between the age of zero and like ten, you'll die if you're within two thousand meters of him. If your birthday falls on January, March, September type shit, you're gonna die if you're by the gun devil. And like he shows up, killed all these people, and just disappeared. Later on, you find out. Spoiler alert: America has the gun devil. <laughs> he is a he America has weaponized him and is using that as a fail safe in these situations. And it's like and that just goes to show kind of like how we look at guns and how we're regulating them. We are keeping that thing on us for no real fucking reason. It's like the threat that you're posing is the threat that you are presenting. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like what the fuck are we supposed to do? Okay. With these tragedies going on, do you think it's the role of media, no, artists no, to... No, no, Politicians, go do your fucking job. Right. So you don't, you don't, you don't want to hear a rap song about put the guns down? No. No. No, it's not us with the guns. Would you want to see an Abbott... Demilitarize the police. Would you want to see an Abbott... Fuck no! Would you want to see an Abbott <laughs> Elementary episode... In which there's a school oh, shooting. Oh, shit. I guess there's a school shooter in there. Oh, oh, they're in there. They, they have guns. And it's like. And somebody it, shoot my shot at me. What does that resolve? And why would you a, want somebody to make fun of that? Like, why would you want light to it's be. A, it's a comedy. Well, uh, that's not even the type of show that it is. It's exactly. It's like, okay, this is a comedy show. And for this one episode, we're going to be fucking super serious. No. No. 
we're not going to do the emotional no. labor. Why would you want a black woman to do that emotional labor with actual fucking kids acting on the show? You know how heartbreaking it was? I, I watched my niece and nephew post about it. While also they like just... Like one of my nieces just graduated middle school. It was it was yeah. the graduation weekend. Here's uh, here's I hey I'm on high I got year long high honor roll you know, <laughs> and they're posting about these kids who were being murdered in school. It's like damn that whole time they were going to school this shit was happening, fucking every goddamn day for them damn near. You know that's just like a part of their education at this point. Like them, they have active shooter drills. How f- d- does that make literally any sense? Like Dave Chappelle said it best, you're literally training the shooters. Yeah. Like what the fuck? I. What the fuck? We used to have a why even tornado have drills, <laughs> hurricane drills. The tornado, like bro, what the fuck y'all doing? <laughs> active. Oh yeah, if an active shooter here, you barricade the doors, you fight back, you do all. Yeah, that's what people like. Yeah, we should really get teachers trained. They want on teachers that. glicked up. Yeah, they want that. we get teachers. Tra- One, you want these unstable teachers with these uh, these badass. They're kids. making under forty k. What the fuck? People you want to give them a gun? People don't even want to donate to teachers Amazon wish list to buy teachers. They can't even get colored pencils. They can't get colored pencils. They can't get fucking printer paper. But, you go, but somehow they're going to get guns and bullets. Bro, that would be so... Well, honestly, that would honestly, honestly be so American if they were short Because that does make paper. more sense. Because, yeah, yes. It would be easier but to get the, the gun and the bullets. The amount of times I've been in school and it's like, yeah, there's a paper shortage. What the fuck? You, yeah, use both sides of the paper. I can get whole yeah, points. <laughs> like, bro. But somehow... I yeah. can't get eight cartridges, but I can get clips. A gun in every home and a cap in every at like bro, this is this shit is fucked. Yeah. This Meanwhile, fucked. shortage on baby baby formula. Won't sign a bill for that, you know. Oh, there's a you can't feed babies. You can't you, you don't have the option of of of, of, of abortion of not having, not, of not having a child. If you know if you know you for can't a make fact, it you, inform, can't, you can't make it the informed decision that we were talking about earlier. And somehow no. you gotta bring this child up through all these harsh strict uh Restrictions and you don't know if you're gonna be able to feed them. We don't view it. We're in another fucking gas is scraping at seven, bro. We're in another fucking recession. Like all this shit, all this bad shit's happening, and I gotta send this child out into the world in which every single day I have to worry about is a nigga gonna snap. And by nigga, I mean white people. Is a white cracker gonna snap and come to my child's school and shoot them? And it's like the the fucking the they're fanning the flame, you know. All these people, they're up here. They think life should be one way. They're sold a dream from birth, and it's not that, you know? And when they experience it not being that, they fucking snap, and they lose it because there's no type of support for them, you know? That dream was sold to them. They're not grounded in living in the reality. And so with that, they're so detached, they don't mind going and fucking shooting something up. And somehow, some way, you expect black people to carry that burden for you. Yeah. That's it's. I've never seen so much such tone deaf shit in my life. You, Quinn Brunson, who has this great show about the struggles for inner city kids, and you're trying to make a heartfelt saying like, please, the country needs this. If you do this and inspire more people, you, not not us, not us putting pressure on our politicians, not politicians making us saying demanding politicians do their jobs. You, as a black woman who has a popular show starring black children. Must make an episode about gun violence to save the country. Because we do not love you, we do not respect you, we do not care about you. 
but we demand that we you save us. We need you to us. do the work, because we're over here smoking dicks. Because that's what it sounds like to this, me. Fuck this shit, man. I'm about to, I'm about to fucking cry. Yeah. Fuck it. Does anyone have anything good to talk about? Ugh, so mad. <laughs> I went and voted. I voted for the legalization of marijuana in Georgia because it was needed. And the eradication. The people needed. And the eradication is goddamn student loan. And the eradication like, of student loans. Bro, and somehow you make it without baby formula. You make it through the recession. You make it through school shootings. You get to go to fucking college and drown in fucking debt. Oh, I fucking hate a bear. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. All right, guys. I can't do this anymore. It's a vibe, though. You know what I'm saying? It's just a vibe. It's a vibe. At least I don't have to go to my my ex. (laughs) God damn it, man. Yeah, it's it's a shame. Uh, I'm going to read some Chainsaw Man, actually. (laughs) I think I need that that mirror held up of darkness to just give me some sort of hope. Yeah. Um, on a completely different, on a completely different topic. I've listened to Wale's "More About Nothing" a lot. Yeah, and I see, like, I was I always been like a Wale fan, but "More About Nothing" is probably the mixtape I missed. Mm-hmm. I heard songs off of it, but I was like, "Oh, this is Wale's best one." This is Wale's. Best one. Oh, okay, cool. Finally, going back and listening to it. I mean, it doesn't have no hands, obviously, but going back and listening, to it, oh, and like that. The mode he was in, he was like, this after he got dropped from Atlantic. But um Interscope. This after he got dropped from Interscope. This after all those things. He's like, oh, he came back and he dropped a fucking banger. And I was like, damn. He dropped more about nothing. And he said, Interscope instantly trying to sign him back. And I get it. I get all the time. Probably. He has a song on there where he talks about uh he talks about Kate Cuddy. I think it's called The Competition. Cause remember, like, um, is it? Is it? Maybe the league. One of them. But he's on the song. On there, he's talking about yeah. I got a home. I got. He's literally talking about Kid Cudi. You know, they had a falling out. Mm-hmm. While in Kid Cudi, he's be like niggas. Like these be the homies. And then, you know, while they makes the point in the song, always oh, just competition. Like Kid Cudi's a top nigga right now. I want to be the top nigga. It's just competition. It's nothing personal. It's just competition. I'm just competing. I'm an athlete. I grew up wanting to be the best, wanting to compete. I'm just competing. I'm just competing. And that was really interesting because I always knew they had this big falling out. And part of me always felt like Wale was like kind of jealous of Kid Cudi. Like, damn, I had to do this shit by myself. Yeah. Which, for those of you who don't know, Wale, Wale was endorsed and signed by Mark Ronson. One of the biggest producers in the world. But he, I don't understand if he didn't know who he was, right? So, like, while he had his cosign, he, has, he had people backing him. It wasn't Kanye. You know, he, it wasn't Jay-Z. So, I felt like while I always felt like, damn, I'm just as good, if not better, than all these niggas. But his first song have, like, Lady Gaga on it? Exactly. That's his first song. But... His Whoa, smash, his free smash his, hit. That's yeah. his. That was like his. That was like his. That was, single, his, that was his moment. Yeah. Like, what did Kid Cudi have? Like day and night, poker and Kid, face. Which is which had a what? <laughs> Lady Gaga sound. Exactly. And it had who on it? All right, all right. 
common. <laughs> and Kanye West. <laughs> exactly. And that was actually the first Kanye West verse we've heard since 808s and Heartbreaks. So it's the first time you hear first time you hear Kanye West like rapping since graduation is on a Kid Cudi song. He could have got features too. Wale could have got features. It's not like he yeah, had a Gucci had, Man feature. Yeah, I'm saying like yeah. and people hated him for it. Oh, I saw Gucci Man in in Vegas. <laughs> oh yeah, that was that. That shit was lit, bro. Gucci was up there doing all his. Did classic. you did you expect him to be there? Yeah, yeah, we we went to that club specifically to oh, see Gucci Man. We waited for like four plus hours for Gucci Man to come on and perform. Damn, was there a lot of white people? This was the most black people that I saw the whole time I was in Vegas. Like all the black people that were there. We're there for Gucci. Went to that Gucci Man show, so that was that was fun. Uh, he did he did Lemonade, he did um, Freaky Girl. He did Freaky Girl. He did I'm a Dog. He did um, oh, fuck. Wake up in the morning <laughs> with a cup of no pancakes, just a cup. First forty eight. Yeah, first forty eight. I was like, yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, and Gucci did all the classics. He's got a, a bunch of random hood tattoos. Of like cartoon characters, he's got like a like Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, Stewie Stewie Griffin with a gun, <laughs> just a bunch of real, yeah, like real hood like, shit, real, like these are real shit. specific hood shit, like like hey, Super Mario. <laughs> this is this is the man who had the Bart Simpson chain. Yeah, yeah, this that's yeah. that's that's the Alabama coming out. Yeah, that shit was fire though. Like you, you could tell he was excited. He had the he had the Gucci smile plus the. I'm Gucci happy to charisma. be here. Yeah, just rapping all this shit. He was just like, "Yes, sir, yes, sir." They fucking with the, they fucking with the kids. These niggas gave me a bag. Yeah, yeah, I know they paid the fuck out of him. He performed for like forty minutes and then oh damn, it ended. Yeah, you waited four hours for forty minutes. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Wait, do you have good seats though? And we were standing. Do you have good standing spot? Yeah, he was like super close. Popping Advil. No, I wish. I wish I popped anything. And y'all were high? Damn, I can imagine standing up high for four hours. Man. That's rough. Drunk too. Like this was we had, we spent we were day drinking. So we were just tired. Like honestly, if it if one person would have said, Man, y'all sure y'all wanna go? Like, I would have been up there like, hey man. It would have been funny if everybody was thinking that, but no one would be the guy to pop it off. Honestly, like, I think everybody was thinking that. But hey man, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, do we need do we really need to do this? Like we've seen we've all seen Gucci at least once, right? Like No, I haven't. Do you like, haven't. is it would you have would you have just left if someone like Was yeah. it was it worth it? In the grand scheme, yes, okay. it was. It was like it was like sixty for the ticket, and then uh, we just had to get there, of course. Um, it was like, yeah, you're supposed to be there by like eleven twenty, like that's the latest. And then he didn't perform until two. Yes, so we were just sitting up there. I was like, oh my god, like it was like there was just a DJ and like like chicks up there dancing for four hours from eleven from when we walked in around eleven thirty until two. 10 when he started performing. Was it the that, same girls dancing? Yes. That sucks. They would they might cycle out or they might all be there at once. That sucks. There's all the videos I was posting. I would be mad. And my close friends. They was, they was yeah. throwing a little bit of ass, but they didn't have a whole lot of ass to be thrown. Yeah. It's not Atlanta, but you know. Yeah. 
I'm glad you enjoyed yourself. I know you came back to your ears were ringing. Have they finally oh, stopped? More or less. Yeah. But like the day after, my shit was. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck! I might have fucked up my hearing permanently." <laughs> Man, felt like he's back at the German club. No, no, no earplugs in the club. Raw dogging. Raw dogging. No mask either. Damn. Damn. Nasty. In the shit. I can still taste though, so we in there. Feel it. I've been watching Orville. That's pretty much the only thing that I've been watching. Orville? Orville. What is that? Orville is Seth. Like Redenbacher? Yeah, it's spelled <laughs> the same way. <laughs> but it's in the, it's the name of sex, uh, Seth Farland's show. It's like Star Trek, but like funny. Oh. It's on Hulu. Okay, I know what you're talking about. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm literally everything. Is it, I, is it live action or a cartoon? It's live action. But there's some, you know, there's some, you know, just like characters that are, you know, whatever. It's, it's, I mean, there's like one like jelly character. Like CGI? Yeah, there's like one CGI character and everything else is live action. Is it funny? Uh, they got lines, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's, it's a comedy, but it's still, you can still take it seriously. You can take it similar. Have you, have you seen like Space Force? Um, Space Balls. The one with Steve Carell, the one with the dude from House. Have you seen any of those? No. Everybody's like, oh, Space Force is so good. I was like, I'm not going to watch it. I mean, Space Force, was, yeah, Space Force was all right. It was all right. I was like, I'm not going to If you're not going to watch it, you're not, you're not missing. You're really not missing out on anything, really. That hasn't been done before. I've watched enough white people shows. I think that's where I am in life, and that's why Atlanta's pissing me off. Okay. Did you finish uh, Winning Time? I didn't. I really want to, though. It's like one or two episodes left. And so season one's over. Did they have that episode yet? No, that's that's got to be way. That's got to be farther. That's got to be. That's like season so, four. That's a season. That's a season finale. <laughs> series finale. So the first scene is Magic Johnson going to the stage to make the announcement. That's a wild name. Now that I think about it, Magic Johnson. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Fuck you. Wow. Serving. Oh my God. Serving Irving. Serving Irving. Serving Irving Magic Johnson. Yo. That's his name. Yeah, come on, fam. 29 years. I've never thought of that. I've never thought. Yeah. Nobody else's. That is across nobody else's mind. I've never heard anyone make that connection. Hey, yo. You're, you're potting today. That's today's episode name. Serving Irving Magic Johnson. <laughs> But the first ep- the first scene is like, oh, yeah, this is him getting to go make that announcement, and then it flashes all the way back to when before he's about to get drafted for the Lakers. Uh-huh. So I've, you can reasonably assume that series is going to stretch from that time from you join the Lakers until the day he makes the announcement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can assume that, but this show has gotten so much backlash. Like people who watch the show, oh, this is. The- Best show on television. This shit's fucking amazing. Yeah, Magic Johnson. The people it's about. Yeah, the people. <laughs> Magic Johnson. This shit's inaccurate. I was not wilding like that. Like, yeah, it's crazy. Jerry West. I was not fucking like that. I was not some. I'm not some horn dog. Oh, yeah, it's like I'm not angry, mean, upset. Like it's like people. They portray people in such a light. Like they're characters. You you know. And I was like, huh. The show's fucking great. But how would? All right. Someone makes a show about Georgia State. 
and they completely mischaracterized you. Like, that didn't happen. I didn't do that. It's like, yeah, we wore blazers all the time, but not that much. Oh, come on. You see, we didn't we wear, wearing, we wearing blazers every you day. You think we were wearing a blazer once five a, days once out a week, of the week? Once a week, yes, we were have we had a blazer on. Three but days like, out of the week. Really? Mm-hmm. But all of but, but seven <laughs> days? No, it wasn't that serious. Right, like, all right, y'all. Y'all partake, right? And was hoping partake in what? It was we're hoping the thing they'll become legalized, right? I don't know, Y'all officer. What if they made a show about Georgia State and they reduced both of y'all's character things to just being druggies? Y'all there wouldn't so be much too, more. To be honest, they wouldn't be too much far off. Yeah. That, and, that, and that specific, and I, I, there was a specific frame of time I, where it's just like, hey, yeah, we're just stoners. Hey, <laughs> as long as my character has a little bit of nuance to it. No, yeah, no, like say, no, like, let's no. say, let's say, for, let's say, like that first. All right, as long as he's funny. Those first six, <laughs> those first six months of winter working at the down hall. Because if yeah. I'm not funny, that's just a lie. It's <laughs> yeah. like, all right, this is this is just. It's, if it's still, if it's like a comedy about stoners, then yes, that is exactly what the first two years of college were like. Exactly, yes. to a T. Yes. Was, that's 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 one hundred percent would have been like. So someone didn't get the story all the way right, but they had a big the big picture ideas were there. You that's just all the more reason for me to write a, an autobiographical novel. Right. I mean, and to his credit, Magic Johnson <laughs> probably does. Now he's gonna actually come out with his own counter show. Um, well, there you go. You better, Magic. He, he better make it funny. It's actually it's actually his answer. It's like it basically Magic version, Magic Johnson version of the last dance. Now, every oh, time I say Magic Johnson, tight. I think that'd be kind of tight. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's basically the Magic Johnson version. There's no of the porn last... star named Magic Johnson. <laughs> no. Why would you want to be a porn star named Magic Johnson? It's <laughs> fucked up. That's a fourth. That's a fourth dimensional that's joke a there. Dimensional that's, a, that's a fourth bro. dimensional joke. Yo, bro, you know what I'm saying? Saw some, I saw some, when you don't think when you're thinking about time and bro, it's, on, it's, on, on some Twitter shit, somebody had posted a picture. It, it could have been photoshopped of Hillary Duff with like a fat ass, and the nigga was like, "Bro, I need to see her in the film immediately with these people." He started listening to four star. <laughs> he was like, "I need to see Wesley Pipes." <laughs> Nat Turner. <laughs> the nigga had the names capitalized. <laughs> Rico Strong. <laughs> Little D. I was like, bro. Oh man. I was like, no. Wait. Bro, this this list a little bit too long, bro. Bro, they How called they know? called him the meat memorizer. <laughs> you know all these things. He's the erector inspector. We need this. Knowing, <laughs> I can understand knowing porn stars' names. I mean, you watching the porn, you remember niggas' name. That's not that crazy. Is Brian Pumper, Slim Poke, That's... Roommate Brickzilla, and Jax Slash Her. <laughs> bro, <laughs> you're wild. It's like, bro, how do you have a ranking system of people you want to see her perform? That's, that's, Yo, that's, that's wild. Oh man, but yeah, but it's um the Magic's thing is coming to uh, Apple, Apple TV, Apple TV, man. Yeah, why got that? Why the most forgotten of streaming services? Which is great. It's, it's the cheapest. It's just like four ninety nine, six ninety nine a month. That begging you for three months, of, you get three months free just for signing up. Do you have any Apparently shows? You got some shit on there. But, well, you know what I'm saying. Not, I'm not going to, but you know, I'm saying this. It's like, what show would Apple have to get? I love the whatevers. 
I would switch to any platform that has that. Okay. Like the I love the 80s, I mm-hmm. love the 80s Strikes Back Part 3, and then I love the 70s, all of I love the 90s, all of that. Whoever has that, MTV. 100, 100%, 100%, 100% they have whatever streaming service they have. They have me. I will switch. What about you, Drew? Is there a show that if it was on a particular streaming service, you would leave strictly? Like I was, I give, got give me, give me strictly for this one show. Give me that vintage VH1 pack. Um, I don't think there's no because my the only streaming service I do have is Netflix. You have like every streaming service. Yeah, you have every streaming service, and I use yours. Nigga, you, nigga, you have a profile on every one of them. Yeah, exactly. So I don't. It's not like I'm going to leave them. <laughs> if you're like, yeah, bro, I'm I'm shutting down my Hulu or I'm shutting down HBO Max, but like, oh, shit, damn. <laughs> Goodbye. <Okay. laughs> when yeah. I get any of them back, maybe HBO Max. There's yeah. more. There's more time to do something else. HBO Max, we can rent back. Hulu, maybe. Now, Netflix would have to lose, oh, let's see here. Um, once they f- finish canceling these shows that they're about to cancel, the um, the Umbrella Academy, the the Stranger Things, those are going to be gone. And once they finally free JoJo's from it, it might be time. Okay. The, the One Piece live action is not going to bring me back. Yes, it will. Yeah, it, yeah, it probably will. <laughs> I can get somebody. I can get somebody's Netflix real quick just to watch that dumpster fire. Then I'll get it but on DVD. So, so what? So would any of those shows be enough to pull you to a different streaming service? Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna get Apple TV because they got JoJo's. I know that would never happen in a world where it does happen. I would watch it on Watch Cartoon Online. <laughs> Uh, old faithful, yeah, old faithful, never let me down. Can't cap. It's anime. We we gonna find some workarounds for an anime. <laughs> You'll find a justification for watching the pirate too. We can't watch it nowhere else. Yeah, you know? man, got to. Yo ho ho. I think it's a good place to wrap it up, guys. Yeah, that's a really good episode. You really got. Emotional there for a second, but all right, guys. This was a numbered episode of Three Piece Set Podcast. Numbers are concepts. Numbers are concepts. This is the, this is the serve nerve magic Johnson episode of the Three Piece Set Podcast. Um, we are Three Piece Set Pod. Uh, you can follow us all. Coming. We have Three Piece Set Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Josh, where can, where can they follow me? I know Jones everywhere. Great. Where can they find you? Next. All right, you can find me. Ashton at Ash underscore the underscore CP on Twitter, A underscore Sun 10 everywhere else. Three Piece Set is your favorite podcast. Shout out to Danny Studio, shout out to Danny Hip Hop, because this has been a Noah's Good production. Blah.